like this this feels different from what we usually have going on right now. Yeah, because we got bats flying around. There's yeah. a pumpkin. It's it's fucking Halloween. It's, it's Halloween. Today is the day. It's spooky season. Spooky dick. Spooky chicks. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't necessary. But it's 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 a celebration. And no matter how old you get, you always want to always feel the spirit of Halloween when it comes around. I don't I don't end up doing dumb shit. Like I don't end up going in a legit haunted houses and Chicago tours of haunted spaces and stuff like that. But it 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 brings the uh, nostalgia out of you. You know what I'm saying? Do you 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 fuck with ghosts and uh, spirits and demons and stuff? Uh, no, I will play with a Ouija board on somebody else's bed and leave. <laughs> but I, you know, not trying to do any of that extra stuff. I just want a a kind uh, single mother to give me some candy. Oh, see, that's that's a beautiful thing. They got the best candy too. They know because they good with kids usually. Just share, you know, your kids don't need to eat all that. Nah, they don't. It's good for them. We actually do them a favor. This is, so this is super different. I'm not sure if you guys can tell that we, we, we sound a little bit different, but we're, we're used to sharing a microphone, a single microphone, and we have separate ones now. So I feel kind of, I feel the isolation. I'm kind of sad. We used to be in cheek to cheek and now he's on the other side of the desk and I can't, we're not as close as we used to be. I feel like Charlemagne on The Breakfast Club. You feel like Charlemagne. So does that mean I would have to be DJ Envy? Or You're Angela Yee. I'm Angela. Okay, she's gorgeous. That's a good thing. Because DJ Envy got in trouble for um allegedly uh, getting pegged. But even though the accusations weren't really founded, it was just someone talking about sliding a strap on up his ass. But we don't know if he's actually let that happen. And it's, to be to be honest, it's none of our business. I'm not really concerned about it. Um. If that's what you do, that's what you do. There's nothing wrong with it. That's what is okay. Nobody's getting hurt unless you're doing it recklessly. So it is. Uh, it's tough because it is funny in a way because you know he's a personality mm-hmm. and someone that you wouldn't necessarily expect would be into that. Yeah. But there's a fine line of having fun with that being a possibility, and then you know shaming somebody for our what we conceive to be hetero or you know yes 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 it gets into a weird territory but it is funny i hope it is happening and i hope he's having a great time at it it's not my thing it's not my prostate now i'm okay like it's all right it's uh, i respect it you know if someone if someone wants to go for it that's cool uh, you get all the respect for me because i'm intimidated by it um it's something that i see and just the thought of it kind of makes me like, you know, not to not to I wash my ass like there's some guys that just don't do anything ass oriented. I saw something on Twitter where this guy was just like, yeah, man, if you spray in your cheeks for any reason, that's gay. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even put soap you in there. You can't put soap in there. No soap, no towel, no nothing, no wet wipes, no dry wipes. It was like any man spreading his cheeks is a homosexual. And I was like, that's that's a little extreme. Well, thing. you know, if you're going that far with your philosophy, I think we've all yeah, you got had a bowel movement at some point. You look at the toilet and be like, that is definitely dick size. They, it is. And they are legitimate me. Like, I just fucked that word up because I just, you said dick size bowel movement and it just made me chuckle a little it bit. It happens sometimes. It does. It does. It's like, damn, I did that. But at the same time, bowel movements are very comfortable. It's very comforting. It's, and I, I saw someone else was like, if you enjoy taking this shit, you gay as hell. It's like, I'm not going to be sitting there frowning and just be like i hate this and like trying to not enjoy being in my comfort zone just because i'm worried about how someone perceives my sexuality and we all take dumps 
it's okay. It's natural. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it turned into this thing with different people saying different things about it. You know, it was all jokes. It was all, it was all silly, but it can, it can walk the line of straight up homophobia when in fact it's not, it's not gay at all because if a woman is wielding this thing and using this on you, it's still, it's still, you know, it's, it's sexuality is a very fluid thing. Uh, don't, don't just open up, open up your, uh, your, your horizons. And- well, I think part of it too is, uh, rich and famous people i think are a little more uh sexually liberated because they have so much more they sex got money. and that shit get boring if you yeah. if you're boning 10s and 11s constantly yeah it just where's where's the new new level right you just gotta you gotta start doing wild shit you gotta start having sex on top of taxidermy rhinoceros you gotta let people pee on you you got get pegged to. all that stuff you got to yeah so I, I can't i'm not in his world so i can't really can't really call that uh, and people of, just like booty hole games. Look, the d- d- Dwayne Wade thing games. came out where he was. Well, Gabrielle Union was munching the munching the cakes. Yeah. That's kind of that's a that's a beautiful thing. My respect for her is, has actually grown. She's beautiful. She's a successful actress. She's been through a lot. She's married, and she's not afraid to eat to eat ass. That's and you know as 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 a analogous uh, enthusiast, I feel like that's really cool as a woman where you can step on the forefront and be like, Hey, it's okay for us to do this to our men. It's okay for us to get out here and do these things, you know, because there's a lot of women who are, you know, with, with gender roles and certain acts in mind are not willing to slide in between the, the, the cheeks. And sometimes, you know, it's, it's, it's what you got to do if you, if you're down with it. I've never had it happen to me yet, but you know the the doors are open. I suppose there was there's a, there a pun there. <laughs> the back doors open. The back doors open a little bit. All right, right well, there's an option, but but, but that's that's you know to, mm-hmm. that sounds like a very healthy relationship. It does. He it has does. a tough loss. Yeah, at home. Yeah. He he hits the showers with the fellas. I'm happy you mentioned the shower first because if you had skipped straight to well, the ass, he'd not have been. Worried. I'm assuming they all shower after the game, but yeah, I, I would don't, hope so. I would hope. I'm so. not in that locker room. They be looking sweaty in the uh, conference. Um, Maybe there's you know, one or two fun. teammates who just refuse. <laughs> one or two teammates who like, nah, man, I ain't spreading my cheeks for nothing. Porzingis stays Porzingis. musty. He stays musty. That's very disgusting. We jumped the gun, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it just because I always say it. This is this is another episode of Spit Sessions. So I feel I feel like you know why you here and you know what's going on. Yeah, we can wait till we get seven minutes in. To yeah, we can what, wait till we so you know what the fuck is going on. You know where the fuck you are. For those of you that uh, have been here, welcome back. And for those of you that are new to this shit, you picked a cool time to come in because we got two microphones instead of one. So Reggie Beard not scratching up my my cheek. It's not that was a joke. His his beard is soft. It doesn't scratch at all. It, yeah, I just touched it. It's off. It's mass off. You condition that on occasion. Okay, that's nice. Is it a leave-in or do you do you rinse it out like immediately? I don't know. I have a, a leave-in. You got a leave-in, but I have you know I'll use regular like head conditioner too. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. This episode is going to be a little bit different. We have a few topics that we're going to get into, and then um, I think since we're in the spirit of Halloween, we are going to hit you with some scary shit when it comes down to it. But first off, I want to check on you. I ain't seen you in a minute. You cool? We usually do this. I'm like, I want to make... I don't see him between recording, really. Like, that's it. That's really it. Like, yeah, we, well, you know, the last... Friend. What about the last month has been a little weird, and then it started getting cold. Yeah, that started getting cold. That's true. It's, it was too hot. I, You know, none of our listeners are in Chicago, but 
it was like 80 degrees two weeks ago or some shit. It right? was. Like, it was stupid. It really and was. And now it's just 35, 40 degrees out of nowhere. That's true. Very abrupt drop off. Mm-hmm. I, I had to know. put my air conditioner back in, man. It was bullshit. Oh, did you take it back out? Yeah, I had to take it back out. Okay. Because yeah. then there was that storm, uh-huh. and then uh, I had to hastily, because I don't have the, the wings on the air conditioner anymore. I lost them because I move all the damn time. Yeah. And uh, I had to take a fucking, uh, cut up a shoebox <laughs> and put that next to the air conditioner. And then we had that crazy storm, and it, it got the shoebox all wet and blew it out the window. <laughs> so then I had... I had a hole next to the uh, air conditioner, but it was cool because, you know, there's not, not like there's bugs flying in any, anymore, but then it got cold and I was just like, man. It sounded like you was going through a lot of shit. You let the storm blow your K-Swiss shoebox out of the fucking wind. <laughs> it was an Etonics shoebox. Okay, cool. That's better. If K-Swiss. anybody is a sneakerhead, Etonics. they might be creeped out. Kind the fact of, that, uh, what? well, there's, um the fucking Akima Lajuan shoe brand oh. essentially oh wow okay i didn't it's I didn't a throwback from the what 92 or something okay i fuck with that that's cool uh i've been straight just been working just been kicking it um so a uh, few of the things that i wanted to bring up is directly after the dj envy thing there were certain people who made alleged claims that you know who playboy cardi is right no playboy cardi made magnolia is that a song? In New York, I'm Millie Rock. Oh, okay. Hiding in my gotcha. sock. Gotcha, yes. Hiding in my sock. Yes. Running from the cops. Yeah. I'm making lyrics. Now, I've heard that like song a million times. I never knew who did. Shit is so catchy. This shit is super catchy. But there, there, were, there, were, there were, like, this is just some random shit, but it ties into what we were talking about earlier. Online people just like, play Burkhardy, gay. What? What's up with people just calling everybody gay? Like, people just hop up. Well, why do, why... Why are they coming to this conclusion? The certain people coming up with screenshots saying that he attempted to get a a, a he, well he, he well is not a receipt that he comes from Atlanta or spent some time in Atlanta. But they was like, man, he been in Atlanta, and then someone came forth with alleged screenshots of him attempting to get a well known uh, gay model or uh, uh, public figure's phone number of some sort, and it was like doesn't really matter like it's okay whatever like i really i really don't care but one thing i will tell you is that coming out as gay if you do choose to do, to do that is cool but it does depend on the circumstance because kevin spacey just came oh, man. out <laughs> yo <laughs> kevin spacey just came out as gay and it's usually a good thing because you know i feel happy for people when they do that, it's like, all right, they're sharing something about themselves. They can be who they are. This is what the situation is. But the fact that he came out as, as gay after facing alleged charges of um, attempting to molest an underaged actor in 86, because I think the, the guy was 14 at the time. When so that this was on a set of a movie or something or no? This was... He just happens to be an actor now. He or... he was an actor then. I think he was like doing... He was acting uh, in Rent. I don't know if it was like a stage play or something like that. But the guy is an actor now. The guy was an actor then as a child. And apparently Kevin Spacey made attempts to fornicate with this younger, underaged child that happened to be an actor. And um, after the Harvey... Weinstein, Weinstein, how am I pronouncing this? How do I do that? Weinstein, I'm gonna say Weinstein. Uh, yeah, that sounds better. Okay, it does. Like, uh, even though Ween is a funny word, I'm gonna leave that alone. This is this is a serious thing. It's not a joke. So, after the Harvey Weinstein allegations and a lot of people coming forward 
saying, hey, this is what happened to me. This is what this dude did. He got butt naked and he tried to smash me or he chased me around or whatever else. A lot of people in Hollywood have been coming forward um, with with their stories about who did what, when and where, because that's kind of sort of what happens. Um, someone comes forward and eventually people build up the courage to mention what happened to them and who did what, when and where. So I'm I'm happy about that part, at least, because it's it, uh, it's getting niggas out of here. This is 2017 like, you know, is totally that year of like, wow, this shit is really happening, huh? Uh-huh. Because, uh-huh. you know, he's like, so, OK, I I read the apology before I knew anything. So mm-hmm. I didn't even know what he was apologizing for yeah i thought maybe he was rude to somebody 30 years ago or whatever it was right i was like, All right, cool. so i'm reading the thing and then he's like by the way i'm gay and i'm like yeah. what this is weird and then i find out that he's trying to fuck this 14 year old kid i'm like dude like this is the that's that's just so fucking wild to like and and it worked and it no, and it, you see a lot of these headlines like, "Hey, he's officially gay now." He's just officially like we gay. Thought. It's it. There's, I think, there's a duality of it because I've seen some headlines that are like, "Well, he came out as gay," and it was funny because I was at work and I was talking to someone that I work with. He was like, "Kevin Spacey came out." I thought he's been out. I was like, "I guess he came out as a pedophile then," because I mean, we kind of sort of known for a while now, but you don't do that. And somebody's like, "Yo, you you trying to touch kids?" It's like, you know what, man, I'm gay because now it paints. Um, that makes people because people are stupid. They're gonna make well. People direct... already think that. Yes, but that... I think he. I don't think that was his intention necessarily. But he was just like trying to. It was, it was like a he good was pivot to, deflection. Thing. Deflect. He deflected. He 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 aikidoed that shit into into coming out of the closet, so that some people would probably attempt to have sympathy. He for said, him. "I remember that. You know, oh, if, if something drunk. happened, you know, my bad. And you know, now you know, I'm gay. I'm gay. <laughs> and that didn't even make sense because he said he was like, you know what? I don't remember it. I was probably drunk, but it." is what it is i'm gay and that was that was pretty much what he said and i was just tripped out to me uh you know there's been this running gag uh since as far back as i can remember like even in cartoons and everything yeah where industry people whether it's music movies whatever are sexual predators essentially yeah so everybody knows what's going on and but they like, weren't able to speak on that shit because they were in the industry maybe but you can yeah. I, I don't feel like people are as handcuffed as they're they're making it seem. Yeah. So, you know, Quentin Tarantino came out and he said, you know, my bad and everything. But for at least at least 10 years, Quentin Tarantino has been in a position where he can speak out against this stuff and not fuck his career up. He's 20 been, years even. Mm-hmm. The man been around Harvey Weinstein since Pulp Fiction. He, he could go on fucking... Uh, you know, so he has enough money to fund his own movies if he wanted to. Exactly. So he could do like a if if he got blackballed or something, he could do a fifty fifty where he 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 put up half and then he had like a GoFundMe put up half and exactly. he would make that money and he would make his movie exactly the way he wanted to. Exactly. Uh, exactly. You know, still get even if he did a straight to video, he would make bank if he if he distributed himself like yes. digitally or something. Right. So I kind of don't buy into that. I don't buy. I don't buy. Same with Seth MacFarlane. Somebody pointed out that he he's been making jokes about uh, Kevin Spacey and this other guy for years. Weinstein. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know he's he's been blown up. He got how many shows and movies out? Like exactly. He's he's at a level where he can. So I get it. If somebody like if they gave me and Delancey a show, and we're like, man, that shit was fucked up. We might, you know, we'll console the lady and be like, hey, you know, if you want us to be witnesses, you want to press charges. We're not necessarily going to get on Twitter and be like, this dude's nasty. Maybe we will. Because, 
we're, we that's just how we are. We're used like, to being random broke nobodies. It doesn't niggas. it doesn't yeah, matter. We're, we're, we we don't have the aspirations to be shit. active. Like yeah, but, exactly. But you you kind of get like I guess what uh, we're getting at. So I get if you're just getting on, this is your first gig. You're like, man, I don't want to rock the boat, but like I don't want somebody to be unsafe. I get the being torn about it. Yeah. But if you're already a multimillionaire and you're on and shit, and you have a platform, where you can expose some stuff and change. Right, the entire way all of this works, exactly the whole casting couch mentality, exactly in show business, exactly. You can't wait till shit comes out and be like, "Yeah, I knew all about yeah, it." Yeah, I knew all about bad. this because it's just it just doesn't make it. It's it, like you lost your chance to do these things. One person that I will say made an attempt to come out about these things was uh, isn't his name Corey Feldman, uh, the dude who was in Lost Boys. Yeah, or... but you know what's wild about that is they painted him as a crazy person. A long they time did. Ago. They did, and that honestly makes it dip more difficult for people to come out and make these allegations. Or but say why do you things. think he's like that? So yeah. being a child actor is fucking rough. Yeah. He hasn't had a career since the very early nineties. Yeah. And yeah, he had issues with drugs and alcohol abuse, but then apparently if he's being sexually abused and, and whatever else, like, yeah, he's not going to be completely well adjusted. So when yeah. he comes out and, and, and says tells his story things. and everybody says, people well, shut up crazy. At... Like here's a clip of Barbara Walters herself. Like the way she tried, she shut his shit down was just bogus. You know what I'm saying? So, and and then not only that, but the fact that it was, I think there's 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 a a, a stigma when it comes to men coming out about being harassed or sexually abused potentially because, well, maybe as child actors, someone can be like, okay, whatever, cool, I like I understand where you're coming from, but when a grown man comes out and says something about another individual especially a woman harassing them the judgment that he faces from others other men especially is a little bit harsher than it would be for uh certain women because like we know men are creeps for the most part so when a woman comes out and it's just like yo this dude touched me or this people are gonna be like okay that's kind of fucked up like why'd he do this and they'll make fucked up references to what she had on if they if they dumb as hell but terry cruz came out and was like yo i was harassed by this uh individual this lady or this this person whatever happened and it was i thought it was a dude was it a dude i'm not sure maybe i just assumed i i i I can't recall specifically so that's why i'm not i'm not pinpointing it it, exactly but if it wasn't like lady or guy whatever else certain people made allusions or references to his size and was like you six three two 30 straight muscle and you let somebody touch on you bro but that's that's the that's missing the point entirely but you know you can't he's supposed to just murder someone supposed to just throw hands at an event you can't you can't do that that's not how things that's not how things are done and i feel bad for these people because they feel like their careers are going to be on the line if they speak up or it's it always comes down to a person in a position of power abusing that power and then um you know someone is forced to deal with the consequences is what it seems like because if he, if Terry Crews just hopped up and slapped the shit out of somebody for touching his ass or his penis, then we wouldn't see Terry Crews in movies or whatever else. And the way things get painted in the media or in stories is just like, is just like, yo, this is what happened to this man. Even though he's not a real tough ass dude, I know he used to play football, but there, there's always a chance for someone to cover up something, you know? Because apparently there's a whole pedophile ring. I never heard pedophile ring 
until recently, like a ring of pedophilia. Wait, I mean, wait, what do you mean? I don't like, I don't know like I mean. I'm saying that what happens is someone can miss like misconstrue. Like if you do something and they'll take it. And when it hits the public, it's just like, Oh, he just starts slapping the shit out of people, whatever else. And that made me think about how there's apparently a pedophile ring in this, this Kevin Spacey shit, this Weinstein shit didn't hit until now, but apparently when someone says there's a ring of some shit, that mean there's a group of niggas mm-hmm. who are all on the same shit. And it took this many years for someone to come out and be like, yo, it's a group of niggas who, who, who touch kids. And that's kind of tripped out to me because that's some hardcore, like heavy ass shit to deal with. Now, it's interesting to me how our society works when it comes to sexual abuse and stuff as far as um like people want to play devil's advocate and say what if and it's very we need or or not we but i feel like there's a, a big enough segment of society where they want 100 percent proof and then even then it's like well what about this and what about this mm-hmm. i i don't know where this came from where it's so hard for us to accept that there are very i mean there's bad people who are preying on people and this is their weird power fantasy or whatever's going on. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's happening. I think it's obvious that it's happening and that the cases where accusations are made just for attention or revenge are, are, I mean, they have to be below 1%. I mean, you know, they're, they're so in the minority and people are very quick to go to, well, what if they're lying? What if they have motives to make this stuff up? Um, not all this is coming out of nowhere mm-hmm. as much as it, may hurt somebody to think that Elmo was fucking some underage guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's a good chance it really happened. There's a good chance that it really happened. And I, I respect the way people respond to that shit because House of Cards is done. Like, done, done. Netflix let let, let Kevin Spacey go. Because it's just TV, man. You know how many TV shows? Like, the same with athletes. Like, look, mm-hmm. you know, we, we talked about athletes and, you know, how they spend their whole lives, what it... But right. there's there's more where that came from. Yeah, exactly. So we've said before on on this on this show, you can separate the person from whoever they're playing or or what their their sport is. But it gets to a point where you kind of just have to cut them loose. Like, yeah, if it's if it's R. Kelly, if it's fucking uh, Kevin Spacey, yeah. sometimes you just got to be done with people. Yeah, honestly, and like we got. There's other people that do what they do. You don't have to hold on. I'm coming across people that are such diehard fans where they can't separate what the person probably did or they can't stop fucking with the person. It's, it's like tripped out. Like, there's other things on Netflix. There's stranger Things that just dropped another season. Just watch that instead. It's okay. How's the car has been on since 2013? I heard that shit was getting boring anyway. I, I never good. even watched it. I've seen a few episodes. It was it was it was pretty good. But, you know, I'm not I'm not really, really torn up about it. So there's that, but it's all good. You sent this is a, a random segue, but it just came across my mind. I'm trying to figure out how you end up with your ass clapping while you eating somebody. He he said he was his ass was up. Hold hold on, we uh, I'll I'll read the thing. Okay, please do. <laughs> you know that's why I started trailing off on the Kevin Spacey talk a little bit because. You know how randomly throughout the day it might be the coffee. I'm sipping coffee as we record right now. My mind's starting to like kick up. So, hum- so somebody on Twitter shared this screenshot uh, from Facebook and was like, start- "I just read the best Facebook status of all time." It just started clapping. <clears throat> it's clapping. So this man, Rashad Bagley, 
Okay. He said, I remember I was eating this girl and I was hella into it. Hella. I mean, I was lost in that applesauce. applesauce. I'm going in and I was laying flat on my stomach. Flat. And then I got on my knees while I'm still eating it. So basically, uh-huh. I'm eating pussy with my ass in the air. Ass Everything was beautiful till she fucked up the mood and said, Rashad, your booty clapping. <laughs> I never felt so violated in my life. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to, I've been, I've been in that scenario. And I mean, I will say that. There's an aspect of having having your cakes up and tooted while you while you in there that I try it, to avoid that. I, I feel weird getting all that wind back it, there. You feel it feels breezy. It's like a five gum commercial in your ass a little bit. It's, like, <laughs> it's really cool and it's really it's really minty is what it feels like. You know, especially if you if you wash your ass like like we do, as we have mentioned like three or four times so far. You know, so I feel vulnerable because I'm not used to having uh, my anus exposed to the elements really. But I'm trying to figure out how clapping, like clapping, is just next like level. Rocking and and bopping. He was one. He might have been one of those dudes who who do that thing where they just like it looked like they saying no really aggressively while <laughs> like it's like they do and they make that and they make that sound. You know, I've seen too many videos. I yeah, uh, I like to just lay on my stomach, but I kick my feet up like I'm a oh, like you, a, like a young woman in a in a fifties movie on the telephone. Fi- like yeah, like you uh, you a pinup model, like with your, with your feet dangling there. Yeah. Well, like when you was in high school and you was on the phone or some shit for too long, and you just started laying down in different positions and whatever. I got you. I understand. Yeah, like I'm ready to say some teehees. Teehee. That's that's real pretty. That's a that's graceful. That's a beautiful thing. All of that's gonna come to an end because. It is, like I said, Halloween, which means it is October 31st, which also means that No Nut November begins at midnight, which means like, so for the month of November, hashtag No Nut November, I'm trying to get this started, you know, abstain from nutting, get, get the last of your nuts off. I don't care if you got a costume on, just, just go ahead and take it off and like get as many nuts as you can. Cause for the whole month of November, what we're going to do is I'm trying to 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 get a group of people to just hold off just hold off then that way by december you know you you i don't know what's gonna happen it's kind of scary to think about though but i know that initially you were a naysayer when it came to no net november but like how do you feel about the situation i've been now? flip-flopping because uh, i said on twitter that so i was very angry that you proposed this why because why would you deprive yourself for no reason? No nut November. Well, wait, how long did you last last time? Like six days? It was ten, first and foremost. Ten days. Don't respect me. I hit the double digits at least, and the the the, pro- the progression was 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 it was it was I was documenting them as I was oh, going man, along. That's, nah, I think that's tough. It was it was it was it was like the first day. I was like, all right, cool, whatever. Like you know, there's always like a bell graph. I, I think that's what they're called because you start off like, all right, this is whatever. And then towards the peak, somewhere in the middle, it gets really rough. And then once you get over that hill, it it turns into something that you're used to. So it's not as bad as it was at a certain point. But the thing is, the contact, you got to be real careful with with the contact. I did feel superhuman for a little bit. It felt like I was super productive. It felt like, you know, I was I was smelling things from miles away. I was seeing things from uh the opposite side of a wall I had x-ray vision for but, a little bit. But you know I think the big see I keep hearing about this energy thing. Yeah. This this benefit. So when I I think I was working out at the time too. Like working out also does something. I flip-flopped because I was like, well maybe 
maybe I will try this and just see like why not? Cause uh, I I'm on YouTube a lot and I you know my something will pop up on my feed like maybe you like this video it's about no fapping and I'm like wow is this coincidence? Fake? This is super coincidence. Yeah. But it seemed very vague with the benefits and then people are talking about this this energy thing and I guess a lot of people are masturbating in the morning. That's a te- you can't do that before you go do stuff. That is um that's not a good call. Or on a I'm, lunch break or like you can't I'm likely to go back to sleep if I did that. I, I, I don't I'm not that reckless. Usually. Yeah, you got to do that at night. It's I think uh, Tylenol PM or just you yeah, know, hands. Just hands. <laughs> hands. So uh, that's you know honestly it might help people like that out if if they doing it before work some people say that shit gives them energy but no, i'm not i don't know maybe it depends on your diet and what you do recreationally because i feel like if you're working out then you might have a, a little bit more active lifestyle you lifestyle you like aren't as uh sedentary but no i don't think i'm gonna try and bust any before going to work that's just me though so are you in? Uh, well, okay. Or are you not? Let's in? let's say this. Technically, what? let's say I'm in. Okay. It's okay. But if I only make it seven days, it is what it is. Um, at least you attempted. It's okay. But it's I my. You got to be. My honest, heart's not though. into it. You got to be honest. I'm basically. Though. I'm basically just gonna wait till I really feel like it and just do it. That, okay, but <laughs> I, I, I understand. <laughs> it's just like you know, so. You just basically saying like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just try not to. But because I, I feel, really I, I, I feel like that's important to do. I feel like it's important to masturbate. It may, it does stop you from making dumbass decisions. I think, at least personally, I, I I'm not sure if we've talked about post night clarity before. Uh, I feel like it might have come up, but post night clarity is a real thing. If you have a very important decision to make. Go and masturbate or just bust one and then everything will make sense for a short period of time afterwards. So if you're you're trying to you're trying to buy a house, close on a house or do whatever else, maybe make a major purchase, um, choose a school for your child, you know, switch careers or contemplate going to grad school, whatever else it is, whatever it may be, just bust one, just bust one. I promise you everything will fall into place like puzzle pieces, like right after. When I'm crushing on somebody, I tell them, you know, like, I, I want to hit you up even after I that's, masturbate. That's, that's romantic. That's very beautiful. Because anybody could, could talk to somebody when you like, you know. In the zone. Yeah. Yeah. No, when but. you got that, that, you know, right before uh, Bruce Banner turns into the Hulk, that's like that almost angry feeling. <laughs> that's that's what, what peak horniness kind of feels like, right? Peak horniness does feel like it's very reckless because you, you it, it feels like. You're on the edge. And I'm about to break. <laughs> I was about to say all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, 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 you need to you need to just maneuver carefully. Maneuver carefully. There was a... What is that lady's name? That was randomly, because I'm talking about peak horniness, and, and, and it made me think of... Sarah J. No, 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 no. We don't, we don't, don't, don't say that. We don't say that name on on this podcast. We're not going to be talking about Sarah J. We leave that over here. My penis just got softer. Uh, Huckabee? Her, oh. Her face and her eyeballs well, do different things. I found things. out that she's 35. No, she not. Yes. 35 yes. what? Years old. On Earth? Yeah. <laughs> you serious? So she was, let me see that. Like, she looks like 
she could be almost my mom. She does. Damn, she's thir- she's only seven years older than I am. That I mean, that's crazy. Well, I sent you because Delancey asked if I had a list, and I just sent him a bunch of screenshots. He sent me a bunch of screenshots, and there's a screenshot of a, it's a collage of her faces. Yeah, and I was just. This is almost a non thing, but you know they had the the press conference yesterday talking about the indictments over the the Russia stuff. That's right. Um, and she had to come out and act like it wasn't a thing. And then I noticed, I don't know if she if she's drawing her eyebrows on like that or plucking them, but she literally puts angry eyebrows on. Are you serious? To do these? I mean, look at her face. What her eyebrows are going in like a car. Oh, I thought she was doing that manually. Like if you don't know how to draw, you know, you just draw two eyeballs and you draw the slanty lines going in, and that's like, oh, it's an angry face now. That's uh. how her eyebrows look <laughs> permanently. How is that? I don't know. That's horrible. So this is the lady who took over Sean Spicer, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. She's been doing this for a while. That's a that's a hard job to do because you have to fin- try to finesse the media into not paying attention to what is actually happening because uh what was it paul manafort his last name is kind of cool manafort is that his name manafort Uh uh-huh uh who was a who was a he was running the campaign for for trump apparently he got indicted with fraud charges and shit um because he because he phoned he fugazi i'm not uh, russia got something to do with everything i haven't seen the details of everything that's happening so far but Apparently, it got some shit to do with Russia and the fact that Paul Manafort or somebody was trying to get dirt on Hillary Rodham. There's, I mean, there's a lot to it. Oh, really? So I'm waiting for more to come out. Can because you, what what is it so far? Like, what is is it? Because I'm 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 I might be misinformed. I, I randomly do. So it. Paul Manafort worked uh, for Russia as some sort of consultant. And, um, so that's like a weird thing. And then he jumped straight from that to working on the Trump campaign Mm -hmm. and then Trump. So he wasn't getting paid. So they were saying he was a volunteer, Yeah. but it's, I, I want to say it's practically proven that he was being paid by Russia to run the Trump campaign. It's like a bunch of weird shit. Basically they caught this dude Papadopoulos up. (laughs) Wait, no, no, wait, wait. Yes. Wait, wait. (laughs) Papadopoulos? Well, here's somebody, that's a, that's a real George name? Papadopoulos. <laughs> but here's the thing. He's 30. Somebody pointed out he's 30. So that means when his parents named him, they had seen Webster. <laughs> so they, I don't know if that was funny to them or they just really liked that name and were like, fuck it. Nobody's going to care in 30 years. But it's weird. So. He got caught up um, fuck lying. Fuck a Papa Doc. Fuck a Trilla. <laughs> fuck him. So Continue. he was lying to the FBI. Yeah. He got caught up. And what they did is they're speculating that. So th- so they, they these indictments came out and they were like, it, it revealed that he got caught up kind of a while ago, like months ago. Yeah. So they're speculating that he's been, uh, you know, tricking this whole time. Snitching. Yeah, because he confessed to everything. But. They might have been using him. He might have been wired up and everything. So oh, it can get pretty wild. And it's, it can. it's sad, but it's also interesting. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. We, everything sucks right now. We'll see what happens. Everything does suck. Everything does suck. It is what it is. I'm not really super mad about it. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm just sitting, kicking back and watching shit pop off at this point. Because how, not how bad can it get, but I want, it's, it, we are living a reality tv show the country is a reality tv show right now 
you know, plot twists and turns and everything like that. So, what else did you have that you wanted to talk oh, about? Well, I want to talk about Black Panther a little bit again. Oh. Because that new trailer came out. Yeah, that shit was amazing. Yeah. Uh, Michael B. Jordan swole as fuck, man. Here's the, the thing. Fuck? So, you know what? I'm not even, I don't, I don't need to say no homo, man. Michael B. Jordan is. He's a sexy ass nigga. He looking kind of. Kind of ridiculously fine in that movie, and yeah, I it's the it's the it's the it's the lock swooped. He got the swoop, but I think he's bigger too. Cause I saw Creed, and I was like, okay, he's fit. I don't get why everybody he's wants full. to suck his dick so hard. Right, and I saw a little bit of Fruitvale Station. I'm like, okay, whatever. I see, I ain't see that because I, I feel like it ends sadly, and I don't want to be sad. It was one of those movies where I feel like if I had seen it, that's why I, I didn't would, finish it. I would get up and be highly, highly upset, you know. And but I think it's like the mustache, and then he's all swole. So there's a picture of him. Yeah. I don't know if this is from Bossip or what. It, of course. It's, is they, the caption clever? Yes. It's Bossip. Because they cropped it. It's Bossip. But it's a picture of him from the movie. Yeah. And it says, Poon sizzling villain Bay, Michael B. Jordan, <laughs> is destroying dashiki draws across Wakanda. <laughs> it had to be, you know, somebody black at least saying draws. I ain't never. So that's my segue into talking about, um, I was on Twitter and some dummy from Europe. Uh-oh. Is was uh mentioning john boyega Uh oh and he said hey john boyega why aren't you complaining about the lack of diversity of the black panther cast nine tenths of actors are african slash afro-americans do you want to tackle this one uh uh, well it's it's black panther people don't look up people all right first off people dumb as fuck i'm gonna just say that much at least and it's the the fucking setting of the movie is in Africa, a a fictional part of Africa. I want to say Wakanda does not actually exist, so it's mostly Afro Americans and African. Did he say Afro Americans? Uh, I mean, I think he's. I forget where he's from, but oh, okay. he might be. You know, they might say that over it's there. a fucking fictional part of Africa. So you have fictional Africans. In a movie, you're going to have, it only makes sense to have real life Africans and and Afro-Americans, as you will put it, play them. Because that's just what, that's just how that goes. There's also Caucasians in the movie. I've seen them in the trailer. So I don't, I don't understand what the problem is. People just want to complain about things. This is one of those cases where it's based off of a comic where the people actually happen to be black. This isn't a situation where Starfire is going to be played by a black woman and people are mad because it's a black woman. But nine times out of 10, they're going to paint her fucking skin orange and give her green context. Starfire is an alien. It does not matter who plays them. We have wigs and such. Well, to be fair, Starfire's skin is brown. It's brown. I feel like it is because I think that's orange. I, I mean, think it's orange. Well, basically not white is the point that well, I mean. Oh yeah, but so nah, you can you just... it's either you could cast a white person and paint them orange or you could cast a brown person and that's a little bit closer and, and to put orange, a filter possibly. on. Them. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Cuz I I kind of grew up reading Teen Titans. I got a bunch of uh, comic books from somebody when oh, I was did? A, okay. a kid. That's nice. But that's uh cool. it's just uh it's interesting that people feel this way. So somebody responded to him. He this was going on for hours, but one oh, of the responses boy. was uh, it isn't a double standard. Why do whites need more diversity for themselves? Is seeing an all-white cast rare? Question mark. And his right. response was, "I have to sleep. I have to sleep." <laughs> these people don't really want to. These people don't really want to continue things. They just want to get their point across and then just move move along, trolling people. 
Um, so, you know, I don't know. It's just, I can't get in the mindset of somebody like that. No. Uh, Dashiki draws, my nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Dashiki draws. Uh, You know, white is the default and fucking damn near every video game, every movie has Uh primarily white cast, white protagonist. This is true. White on white love story. White on white. And then... Somebody sees a commercial for Pringles with a fucking black family, and they're like, "Oh, these token blacks." Yep, here we what go. Is this forced diversity. Look, black people eat chips and watch movies. None, I, I, none of the black people I know want to see Boo Two Medea Halloween. Okay, like that can't be the only. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, that's real. Oh, I thought the first. I thought the first one was a joke. I saw the poster for the first one before I saw the trailer. Or anything, and I was like, "Man, somebody ignorant made this shit. Like, this isn't funny. <laughs> like, why are they making fun of? Like, just leave it alone." I was like, "They might actually make this movie once they see this dumbass poster." But it was real. <laughs> and then part two came out, and you know what? It makes money. It makes money. Who's seen this? Old church people. I think older church people. I think. Uh, there's there's money in black films and I say black films because they predominantly pull in black uh viewers, you know what I'm saying? Um it's 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 I think it's older church uh, the church folk will usually go and see things like this. But I think I I can't think of who else it might be. I can't think of who else cuz people that go and see these shows or these movies are like black people are very loyal to certain things. Maybe it's the fact that diversity is such a problem sometimes that we feel an obligation to go and see Medea because okay it's Tyler Perry he's 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 putting things out here for us yeah I can see that you you see what I'm saying so I think it's like a cyclical thing it plays off of the fact that we aren't uh presented in a way that we would really really like so when this man is putting things out here and he's in control of the whole project there's a certain amount of respect that people have for him and i kind of understand that i I really don't uh, i used to watch some of his plays when they were on video like when he was on stage and everything like that i haven't really watched that many of the movies because it just gets it just gets tiring sometimes like Diary of a Mad Black Woman. I didn't finish it in its entirety, but I saw the scene where she tried to like push. She pushed him into a tub or some shit in a wheelchair. She was she was beating that nigga ass after a while. He kind of deserved it. It's all good. Then there was the other movie where some chick cheated and she got AIDS from from adultery or some shit like that. But they have very religious and very uh, interesting undertones that I just really I'm just tired. Is all I don't have the patience. When I saw the fact that Tyler Perry went and met with Marvel for something, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't click it. I was scared. I didn't know what they were doing or why. But you know what? If it, if maybe it he's going to be Nick Fury when uh, Samuel Jackson oh, steps down. Oh man, that would be. I don't know. I don't know. That would be interesting. And I'll give him some credit because he did make an attempt to do other things. There was a movie where he was like a cop with shotguns and shit like that. What, what was that? What was the name of it? I I might have seen that one. I know I saw something where he was a yeah. protagonist. Mm-hmm. I may not. I know that he was in an action movie too, and I don't think I saw that one. Yeah, you I saw it. something where he was a cop. Yeah, exactly. So he makes attempts to get out of the dressing wig. He was occasionally. in Star Trek. He was. Yeah, he was in one of these damn. It wasn't a big deal, but they were having a meeting, and he's like, "Yes, I am a captain of a ship as well." Oh. Kind of like the dude who looks like President Obama what? was in that Matrix movie. You he know that, does not. But you know, there's a there's a conspiracy theory that uh, 
he taught Obama how to act, like Obama's persona, like it's it's some weird, and I don't even understand what? the point of it, because that guy's from Chicago. Oh, he is. Yeah, and I didn't know he that. that nigga look just like Obama. He doesn't look just. Like he Obama. looks. He looks. He looks relatively close to. Well, Obama. He's an amazing actor. Um, yeah, he is. If you've ever seen uh, one of the favorite things, I don't know his name. I'll just look up actor that looks like Obama, and he should pop up. It's that easy. Yeah, he was the angry ship captain guy in the Matrix. He was in. Um, the movie version of Titus Andronicus. He was really good in that. He was Aaron the Moor. Uh, but yeah, he's been in a lot of shit. I think he was in like Mo Money or something. He's been in a lot of stuff, especially in the 90s. Yeah. But he lived in Chicago when Obama moved to Chicago. Yeah. And they, there's this weird conspiracy that Obama learned how to like act human or whatever the fuck from this guy. That's really interesting. That's very interesting. That's kind of. Creepy. But anyway, what is the point of what we're talking about? I don't know. I don't know. What we're talking we about never anymore. have a point. We just we just speak. Is what we do. So are we doing stories that we trying to do? Yeah, I'm trying to get that shit in. So I'm a, I'm gonna let you do your. You want to do your thing first? I don't care. Okay. So mine is a little bit of a cop out because <laughs> because no, listen to me, listen to me, because mine is an actual situation that happened to me. Uh, what we decided to do is in the spirit of Halloween, we wanted to get together and bring you guys some sco- some, some some stories that were kind of scary or some shit to make your butt cheeks clench in the middle of the night. Uh, Reggie put something together and I had a problem where I was doing a lot of things and I couldn't really get anything that I felt was worthy of you all that are listening out. But um, if you would, if yeah, you can go ahead and do your thing. Well, I, I mentioned it a month or two ago. I was like, oh, you know, if you want to do a Halloween thing, we do a story, you know, whatever. Yeah, but exactly. I didn't know that. I didn't know if we were going to follow through. And then you kind of said we were. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, well, I have a couple of ideas. Floating and around. that was cool. So I didn't want But I, I didn't wanna... really. What? So last night we were like, hey, are you up? That's why I was up. Oh, that's why you was up? What yeah. you do? Okay, I'm excited about this. So uh, this, is, this is something. Because I actually about. had to do it at the last minute. Wait. I appreciate that. No, I, I have mine ready though like it's it's based off of well it is genuinely something that happened to me or my well us i want to say and all of that will make sense shortly oh my my dad sent me a an email that says halloween safety tips don't eat any apples with razor blades i'm not thanks but i'm not all right fuck this is gonna be hard to read because it's small sorry to zoom in bro. all right uh this is so stupid. You want me to cut, <laughs> you want me to cut the light off? No, okay, so everybody prepare to be scared. Okay, I'm ready. James and his date Nikki are leaving the movie theater. They had both had fun, especially for a first date. The fact that she wanted to see Boo 2 and Medea Halloween was definitely... <laughs> Alright, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Keep going, keep going. It was definitely a red flag, but she was nice and definitely beautiful. And to be... <laughs> And to be honest, he was on a dry spell. He really needed to smash. He was hoping the saying that women were hornier during a full moon was true. Are you waiting for this to get erotic? He yes. looks really uncomfortable. I was like, I was like, you about to... Sp- I'm sorry. I'm trying not to talk, but this is good. I'm enjoying this. guy. Right, continue. On the car ride back to her place, she had put his hand on her thigh. Oh man, he thought. Good thing I have mints, condoms, dental dams, and water-based lubricants. They pulled up to her house. He rubbed the silver watch his grandfather passed down to him for good luck. He was sure she was going to invite him upstairs. Suddenly, there was a thud on the driver's side door. 
the fuck? He exclaimed. <laughs> He's the... <laughs> The fuck, like the fuck. I, I can't. I'm looking at no, the wall. No, this is helping the story. It's it is helping it. I, I'm, I'm this is making the, it scarier for everybody. I'm looking at the wall. I can't look at you while you like you going. He stepped out to gauge the damage and was floored. He placed his hands on the top of his head in disbelief as he tried to process what he was seeing. The entire door was dented in. As Nikki got around, as Nikki got out to walk around and console him, James was abruptly lifted off the ground. He felt a warm wetness drip onto his neck as he heard, The real George Washington was actually black, but the white man don't want you to know that. (laughs) (coughs) All right, all right, all right, all right, you good. Keep going, no, I'm going to go. James' survival instincts kicked in, and he managed to shake free. And when he turned around, he was face-to-face with a seven-foot-tall werewolf Wearing a gold onk necklace. <laughs> a motherfucking hotel werewolf, he said in disbelief. The werewolf swiped at him with his sharp its sharp claws. Jesus Christ, James exclaimed, his chest now bleeding. Oh, you one of them dummies still waiting on white Jesus, huh? Said the hotel werewolf. The the hotel werewolf leaned in to finish James off. You probably grew up reading those comic books, telling you Superman got his powers from the sun. The black man is the real Superman. His melanin is a natural solar energy receptor. James knew that this was the end. If only there was a way out of this. Holy shit, he remembered his grandfather's silver watch. Werewolves were supposed to be vulnerable to silver. He mustered the last of his strength and shredded the skin on his right hand, jamming the watch down the hotel werewolf's open maw. The werewolf lurched back, clutching at his neck. Did you hear what happened to the werewolf who swallowed the watch? Asked James. He got ticks. James and the werewolf both collapsed. Oh, fuck. James woke up in the hospital and was told about 13 hours had passed. The doctor informed him that due to his injuries, he wouldn't be able to have sex or masturbate for at least a month. He was feeling pretty low, but Nikki would check in with him from time to time during his recovery, which helped. (laughs) About a month after the incident, James and Nikki had their second date, which would consist of a homemade dinner at her place, followed by her riding him for as long as he could handle. Or, is it, or, or so that's what was promised after one of the best meals of his life she took his plate to the sink are you feeling up for what comes next she asked he tried to keep his cool but he couldn't help but nod excitedly good she said because while you've been rehabbing your hand and letting your chest heal I've been doing kegels non-stop she told James she was going to prepare herself in the bedroom and he should give her five minutes before joining her James decided to use that time to freshen up in the bathroom As he was rubbing a tree-shaped black ice air freshener on his testicles, he got an awful pain in his stomach that quickly spread to his extremities. He fell down on all fours and felt his bones stretch and his tendons rip. It was another full moon, and the werewolf had scratched him. How could he be so stupid? He did his best to jam the door closed so he'd be trapped in the bathroom until morning. 
Nikki looked at her phone and saw almost 15 minutes had passed. She wondered if her food had given James the BGs. <laughs> Suddenly, she heard the bathroom door burst open. He must really be ready for this. She put her face flat on the bed and arched her booty up, so that would be the first thing he saw when he entered the room. She felt James' hot breath on the back of her neck and got goosebumps. Where do you want me, she cooed, to which a gravelly voice replied, The black man's penis is white supremacy's biggest fear. She screamed. <laughs> well, that was... I like that. So that's the story of... Uh, that James the Hotep Werewolf. The James the Hotep Werewolf. I like that. That was really good. That was really decent. That was that was the fuck was what it was it was the moment that I knew it, we I was in for a while. Well, right? it's one thing to get attacked by a werewolf, but shit. That's really terrifying though. I was I was waiting for you to say something for the Hotep Werewolf to say something about spears in Wakanda. I was waiting for it. And I was like, what where is it? But it's okay. It's all good. Um my they, they they're they're gonna tell you to not watch that movie. Yeah. It's like don't watch that shit. It was made by the white man. Spears of Wakanda. <sighs> um my story is um well, I'm not sure if you you believe in um <laughs> the supernatural or certain things that happen, you know, because like I said, there are there are known knowns and unknown and so on and so forth. I forget how the quote goes, but uh coming up over on 79th and um like Greenwood that we all stayed in our what she our great aunt's place because she used to watch us while our mom was at work. When I say us, I'm referring to me, uh, my sister and brother at the time because there were only three of us. We, you know, like regular school kids, would go to sleep, wake up, go to school, come back because she the house was like right near where we all went to grade school. Um, there would be several nights as a child where in the middle of the night. I would just randomly wake up and there were so many of us that sometimes we would sleep on uh, certain pallets or whatever because there wasn't uh, enough beds. And the fact that there was a fact that we all like to be in the same vicinity when we went to sleep because we kids and we was like afraid of the dark and shit. So um, every now and then I would wake up and I would look and I would see what looked like my aunt like standing in front of the sink potentially doing dishes is what I assumed or something like that but it would always be awkward because it, it was still dark and I'm like what is that but you know as a silly ass kid I would just go back to sleep because it wasn't any of my business and I wasn't really really concerned about it and I, I definitely wasn't about to investigate when I really was concerned so time goes on every now and then I would wake up see what looked like my aunt standing in front of the sink and go back to sleep and whatever until one night where I woke up and, you know, it looked like she was standing there. Um, but it was mostly a figure with its back turned towards me because that's just how the sink was relative to where I was laying down, um, just standing there. And it looked like it was leaning over the sink and whatever else. But I looked over towards the bedroom and and my aunt was in the bedroom, like sleeping. So it reached a point where it was like, OK, so that's not who that is or what's going on and the only reason I didn't feel any alarm about it was because it didn't really become apparent to me I don't know if it was something that was in my subconscious but we didn't really start bringing it up until later like some some weird shit was going on whatever else happened years go by we no longer stay there my great aunt had already passed away when I was around 18 or 19 years old and in my early 
20s or so, I was sitting down with my siblings and we were all having a discussion about how things used to be when we were children and we were being babysat by her. You're like, yeah, you know, I used to hate sleeping over here or in this house because, you know, the floor squeaked or whatever else. And, you know, it was just super crazy. And my brother, who is who was the youngest out of all three of us at the time, but we have a younger brother now, mentions is like, yeah, man, he was like, and plus I kept seeing that dude in the kitchen and my sister and I look at him and we're like, well, what you talking about? He was like the dude in the kitchen. And I go like in front of the sink, right? And both of them look at me and they're just like, you saw that? And I'm like, okay. So I thought I was tweaking because I was child, but yes, I did see that. And we all ask what it was that we saw. And there was a figure uh, who my brother, because he always slept closer to the kitchen, who apparently, I don't know if it was a time thing, was in the exact same spot doing the exact same thing. And we had all seen it, but it didn't really come to light until it by chance was brought up in in the conversation because we had never spoken to one another because I guess we all discredited it because we were children. It was just like, all right, cool, it is what it is. But it turns out to be an experience that we all shared and never spoke about. And it gave me a very eerie feeling. And, you know, it's one of those things that made the hairs on the back of your neck kind of sort of raise up, especially because around that neighborhood, like the 79th, uh, closer to the east side, that neighborhood used to be predominantly Italian families. Um, and the individual, according to my brother, did happen to be a non black person that he would occasionally see. And it kind of made sense as well, because out of all three of us, because he was the youngest, I guess he was kind of sort of mistreated the most. It was just like, Oh, you know, uh, she, she really didn't take to him as much as she had taken to the other two. Cause I guess she was probably getting old and she might've been a little bit more negligent as far as like his whereabouts or what he was doing in the house. So it was like, all right, cool, whatever kids will be kids. But every now and then I would wake up and he would seem, he would always have problems with sleeping or I would wake up to him laying next to me or, you know, or just asking for someone to come and lay near him. And it kind of sort of made sense because it, it, it was the fact that he might've been closer to whatever it was or had been seeing things as well. So that was, it, it wasn't super scary, but that was an experience that, that I had that made me stop. So you, you didn't see it as a man. You thought it might've been your aunt. Like as a child is what I'm saying. Like as a kid, you know, I so would, what was it? Do? It was just, it was standing there, not moving, just facing the sink. And I never got up. I never walked into the kitchen to see what the fuck was going on. It, it was one of those things where you wake up in the middle of the night and you're still kind of sleepy and yeah. it's just like uh, okay you just lay like lay on back down a little bit you know like because i would wake up when like mash was like starting to come on and everybody knows when mash would come on it was trying to lay your ass down but it was it, it was one of those things like i, I guess that I pushed to wherever else, wherever else and didn't think about until it was actually brought up amongst my siblings and then that was just like some really really trippy shit and there's other minor occurrences that have happened that I haven't really, really looked into such as in the same house, I would be laying down or wherever else and the floors would creak and there there would be like a depression as if someone were standing next to me, but I would look and nobody is there. Just minor things like that, that accumulate. And it's kind of like, what the fuck? But you don't think about it until you get older. 
you know. Yeah. So just small stuff like that. I haven't I haven't genuinely had anything happen to me. I kind of want to keep it that way, but I do believe that there's things out here that that um don't need to be fucked with. You know what I'm saying? Like if I if I walk into somewhere and I see a Ouija board, like I really don't I really don't I really don't fuck with that shit in in true negro fashion. So there's that. Um but that that is that is my experience. If if you guys have any experiences, I'm I'm genuinely interested in hearing what it is that you've experienced or you've seen yourself because that stuff is really, really tripped out. That stuff is interesting to me because it's either, you know, it can just be the power of our own minds. Yeah. It can be, you know, what this isn't incredibly scientific, but I think some of this unexplained phenomenon could be attributed to uh, like our plane of existence, right? And not even in a, a supernatural way. So I don't know if you've ever watch anything where they talk about like okay well we live in three dimensions and if you were a two-dimensional being this is how you would see a sphere pass through uh your two-dimensional space yeah. a three-dimensional sphere right? right but there's also you know uh if you've ever seen a tesseract it's uh, a four-dimensional representation of a cube yeah so we can't really comprehend a fourth dimension right even though like if we're talking about a certain way like the fourth yeah. dimension would be time but whatever so uh-huh. point being some of the stuff could be attributed to that like there is obviously a I don't know how you'd put it, like a a realm of existence or a state where that is kind of beyond our understanding and there's some mixing and matching that potentially could happen. Exactly. Exactly. And it's, and it's really, it's really, it's really a thing where, where it's like, do I want to know, you know, because what value, like what, what would that information do for me? You know, and there's also, and society is a thing because even if I were to find out that these things exist or, whatever else I can't really tell anybody because there's a chance that someone will probably try to have me admit it or just look at me like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, but these things, these things, there's too many things going on in certain places, in certain religions and certain, um, um, beliefs and whatnot for there not to be some other things that, that are just out here. You know what I'm saying? So it's, I'm I'm genuinely interested in any stories that you guys have to tell me because uh, it's one of those things that I look forward to, to, uh, and from, from, uh, black people too. You don't hear that many ghost stories from black people. That's because we have a habit of, and I say we, maybe I'm projecting a little bit onto all of us, but we have a a habit of saying hell no and just not (laughs) bringing it up, not, not doing the research to figure out what it was. And, you know, just just all around leaving that shit alone. I've never heard anybody talk about they had a, an Italian ghost making cannolis in their sink. Italian ghost making cannolis. But I, can- I think that's really in interesting. Sink. It was it was it was really it was really it was a moment where I was just like, OK, do I want to look into this? I was like, all right, I'm going to leave it alone. I've had other experiences like where my grandfather or someone else in the fam- family had passed away. And I find myself having dreams about them and they're usually comforting and and then you know and it feels like some sort of closure but that can also be attributed to the subconscious and how you feel about a a certain situation that has just uh transpired so there's it, it can be the mind it can be spirits it can be whatever else but all i know is you won't see reggie and i doing any ghost hunter episodes or bringing a microphone with us into abandoned places it is interesting because like i kind of i technically don't believe in ghosts and stuff but i'm i'm not about to just be in a a haunted hospital overnight Mm. for no reason it's like why would you force why would you 
you know what I'm saying? Like, if you, if you don't believe, okay, leave it at that. But if you do believe... I got to go on a tour of one, by the way, a haunted hospital overnight. Really? Did they have horror stories about shit that had happened in there? They were just like... Oh. Uh, They're like, somebody got murked over here. Somebody got murked over there. So, in Waukegan, there's, you know, the two vistas. And there's the one that's mostly abandoned that I guess they're trying to bring back. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was doing my internship there. And sometimes I would just do overnight because it was easier. Yeah. And... uh Obviously, the ER is like kind of dead. So the security guards be like, "Hey, I got to make my rounds. Do you want to just follow me? Because you know we talk about it being haunted and shit all the time." Yeah. And then uh, the guy was being real serious. He's like, "Don't leave my side. If uh, if we get split up, I might have to leave you up here." Like he was getting all <laughs> was like, "Dude, chill." Yeah. But uh, we did. He was. We were walking around, and it was creepy. There was a part where it was like a kid's classroom. For some reason, the hospital totally. It was basically time stopped in 1970, and they just still had all the shit out. Oh, on all these crazy. different floors yeah and you know the lights were off for the most part there was a he pointed to a window and he said that sometimes you'd see a handprint pop up on the window the one weird thing that we did see was there was just like a wheelchair in the middle of the uh, hallway okay. and, you know somebody could have put it there or rolled yeah. off but nobody is supposed to be up there besides a the security guard right exactly so unless the security guard was fucking around trying to scare another security guard like there's Pretty much nobody, nobody should be above nobody floor be two ever to do anything. Like, yeah. there's no point. Yeah. Nah, that's the one. And then shit. I doodled up there once and I was a little scared. Yeah, so you were just setting yourself up because you can't really move around and maneuver while you take Right, a ghost so. could do whatever they want. You're exactly. Very... Anybody could do whatever they want if I catch But I like life. privacy, so I was like, you know, man, I got to use this public bathroom. No. Let me just go to where, you know, I got one stall, lock it up. I know nobody's going to come up here. Mm-hmm. And then, you know. What would you have done if you had heard footsteps? And you had been like. Hey, is that you, security guard? No, that's that's. And you didn't hear any anybody in this horror movie stuff. number one hundred and one. If if I hear <laughs> some shit, shit, I'm not gonna be like Jeffrey. Is that you? <laughs> you about to get murked now? No, I'm like, just staying quiet. There are certain things you just don't do. I, I spent I spent several years working in a nursing facility from the age of about, which is a nursing home from the age of about eighteen to twenty four or so before switching to being an EMT and leaving and um. And there were certain people would pass away every now and then. There were certain times where there were things that were kind of sort of weird going on in the nursing home. Uh, there was only the only experience I probably had, which I, I didn't really tell that many people about, was walking past a room and seeing someone standing in the room. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Because, you know, nobody like there wasn't supposed to be anybody in the room and then when I went back like I didn't see see anyone in there and I hadn't seen anybody leave and I was like okay you know but I was part time I only got like 4 or 5 hours a day <laughs> well, hold so on, hold it, it was it wasn't none of see, my yeah, business. I saw it I goes, but you know I, I was part time I was so, part, I didn't want to deal with that shit I just walked <laughs> off I was just like oh, okay you know I wasn't working overnights or anything like that it was mostly like morning shifts so you didn't think nobody's supposed to be here no I just left I went home I was like okay I say maybe one of the nurses, maybe the person just went into the bathroom, whatever else. But, uh, you know, but the room was vacant. So I was just like, is somebody just checking out the room? I didn't know. I didn't want to know. And this goes right into what I was saying about black people just leaving things alone. Because fuck it. I was like, ain't none of my business. It's easier. Yeah. I mean. It's way easier. You see in those movies, they're like, no, we got to find out where the ghost came from. And then they get stabbed through the heart. Exactly. Yeah. Or you, or it's like uh, uh, 13 ghosts with raw digger. (laughs) <laughs> it's just you just gotta learn how to leave certain things i was away. talking about her the other day it's uh it's unfortunate that she didn't have a more uh 
a bigger career. Prominent, yeah. She was actually a good rapper. She, yeah, she was cool. well respected, good rapper. She was, she was. She was a flip mode. Flip and mode. she was not hot, but more attractive she than wasn't. say a, a Bahamadia, who was also a very good rapper. Okay, you you raising factual points up. That's good. Um, so what I'm gonna do is let you guys know. Uh, well. We're going to be judges. I mean, by the time you hear this, it might be too late. This is happening knows. tonight. It's you know what? You don't, don't even edit it. Just mix it down and put it You know it what? Up. I think so. It's good. I like this. Yeah, and then people around. might come to Cole's. Cole's. We're going to be in Logan Square judging a lip sync battle tonight. At 10. Starts at 10. I it think. starts at 10 o'clock. Yeah. He so, messaged us just now and said get there at 930. Yeah. So we're going to be there a little bit earlier. If you guys want to come out, you can definitely. Lip sync contest, dance party, no cover. Dicks it's out. a chill, chill place. Exactly. By yeah. our houses. You can come dressed up as a hotel werewolf if you hear this in time. <laughs> and so. we were uh, we were supposed to review this uh, ahi sauce. It's a Peruvian yellow pepper, but I uh-huh. wanted to save it for next episode or mm-hmm. do a video. So we'll, oh yeah, yeah, we'll yeah video that so out. we can see the reactions. That's cool. All right, so happy Halloween. Uh, take it easy. We'll 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 catch you guys in a little bit. Hopefully, maybe potentially. If you in Chicago, nobody in Chicago is like, really? Yeah. yeah. It's okay, though. It's all good. All right. But until next time, we'll catch you. Stay away from demons and shit. Please don't fuck with no Ouija boys tonight. Peace.